Hi, and welcome back to the Definitive Michigan High School podcast on swimming. This is State Champs Michigan's poolside podcast. My name is Lauren Plant, the executive producer of the State Champs Sports Network, David Zulkevsky with MISCA, a.k.a. the Michigan Interscholastic Swim Coaches Association. He's also a Bloomfield Hills High coach and my co-host. What's up, David? Not too much. Uh, Happy to be back. Had some uh, great meets this week and uh, revving up, getting ready for some big invites in the next week. So happy to be back and excited to talk to Ricky today. All right. Well, there it is. Joining us on the podcast today is the head coach at Birmingham Groves High School. And I must say, I am very happy that someone has no problem with people addressing him as Ricky. We just don't have enough Rickies in the world. Absolutely. I went, so. in, I went into the uh, professional world going in as Rick, and some people buy that, but swimming world, everybody knows me as Ricky, so okay. it's, it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Ricky Forrest, uh, how are you today? We appreciate you joining us. I'm doing all right. I'm happy to okay. be here and uh, talk some swimming. This will be That's fun. right. It's the, it's the end of a week. Uh, lots going on, so uh, let's get to it. And on the show today, Coach Z and Coach Forrest are going to talk about the meet that state champs actually covered on Tuesday, January 25th, between Groves and Seaholm. Uh, we'll also chat with him about expectations for the Oakland County meet coming up. But first, Poolside is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports. Athletic and academic scholarships are available. Recruit yourself at LTU athletics.com. Poolside Michigan is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA is looking for officials. Great part-time pay. Stay in the game. Visit MHSAA.com for details. The Michigan Army National Guard, the official military outlet of the MHSAA, is also a partner, as well as the physical therapy and sports medicine pros with the Detroit Medical Center. I encourage you guys to check out our Game Changer segments featuring terrific training tips on how to prevent injuries. Segments drop Fridays across the State Champs Network, including our State Champs TV YouTube page, so give them a like. And if you're in pain or injured for immediate care, go to dmc.org slash game changers. Okay, we have Birmingham Groves head coach Ricky Forrest with us today, and just so our audience can get to know a little bit about uh, what you are about, uh, can you talk about you know your past as a swimmer first, and then your journey into coaching? I know they, uh, they do cross both uh, your swim days and your coaching days. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's pretty much why most of us get back into swim coaching because it was so fun for us uh, at a young age. Um, but, you know, I learned when I was seven years old and uh, you know, I did sports kind of like everybody else. And in high school, uh, I grew up in Lake Orion and um, I uh, had some great success with my team. Uh, ended up being a state champion in the 500 freestyle. Uh, you know, I had top five finishes for our school. Uh, once, and then, uh, you know, I got a full, well, not a full ride, a half ride to Michigan State University, and I competed there uh, collegiately at Big Ten level, Uh, and, you know, I wasn't really looking to get into coaching, and uh, when I graduated uh, in my degree of education, uh, came back home, started teaching, and they needed a swim coach, and I, uh, I basically got pushed in, and I've been doing this ever since uh, I was 22, so it's it's very exciting. Yeah, you know, David, there is such you know we have had so many former Michigan State you know swimmers and you know and those involved with the program. Uh, you know, it's crazy. It's like this program goes away, and it's like it seemed like there was it was giving so much to the swim community. It just you know it emphasizes it more and more once we hear from guys. And I didn't know that about Coach Forrest. 
Yeah, it really does. You know, you, you see these coaching trees, uh, whether it was, you know, me coming out of Eastern Michigan, you, you find dozens of coaches that, yeah. that came out of Coach Lynn or Coach Jones's program. Right, or, right. Another like Ricky. Example. I mean, there's so many guys that swam from Michigan State, benefited from those opportunities, and that's why it's such a bummer, you know, that some of these programs have disappeared because look at look at what we're doing. You know, we're giving back to the community. We're sharing that love of that sport, and, and now, you know, a lot of people are either heading out of state or – you know, maybe you're fortunate enough to find something in state, but yeah, it's a bummer. But uh, great to see all these guys getting back in the pool and coaching with us. So, yeah, I know, and I'm sure you're real tight with, uh, you know, with with the guys that uh, that you swam with, you know, in college, and, and those those relationships stay, and so you guys always have that to uh, keep it alive, as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to a state meet, and I'm sure Ricky, you're the same way. It's always like. That guy went to my program. That guy's, you know, that that young lady coached. You know, I swam with her at at this college and that college. You do, you kind of, you, you keep a little a tally, you know, of of all the people that have come out of the different college programs. So yeah, okay, coach. I'm sure you agree. You're nodding your head. So yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're talking about like you know your buddies that you kind of grew up with and trained with all your life, and uh, you know, I. I, uh, I was funny, like I just got married a couple of years ago and, uh, you know, seven out of my nine groomsmen, besides my brother-in-law and my other brother-in-law, they were swimmers with me. So, you know, consider them all brothers, really. So it's, it's you know, it's a special sport and you develop a special bond amongst your teammates. That could be a whole other podcast. Should your your in-laws be groomsmen? Let's just take it there. No, I'm just kidding. kidding. We'll start that. That'll be uh, another another, uh, show. Uh, All right, nine seasons as the boys' swim and dive coach at Groves. You sent me some info. I appreciate that. You got two OAA league championships, uh, four top four finishes at the D2 state meet, including runners-up in 2019. And you were the MISCA Zone 1 Coach of the Year in uh, 2016-2017 season. What did that mean to you? That was really exciting because that was the first year I took over as the head coach. The years prior, I was the assistant coach here. Um, and uh, it was really cool because, uh, you know, their coach, coaching peers basically vote that in. Um, and that meant a lot to me coming in as a head coach my very first year that, you know, that they kind of respected me as a uh, what I did at Birmingham Groves as first year coach. So it was really cool to receive that award. All right, fantastic. Okay, we're going to get to, uh, uh, in just a second, I'm going to turn it over to the coaches as they break down the Grove Sea Home meet and uh, and get into some other stuff. Uh, I do have a few more sponsors I need to read, so I'm going to get those out the way right now so that uh, we'll be done with it. Uh, Poolside's also brought to you by the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Are you an elite student athlete with good grades and represent leadership on your team and your community? Well, you could be nominated, but you can't be nominated unless you apply. So what you need to do is download the application at DACathleteoftheyear.com and send it in today. In fact, both of you gentlemen, if you have swimmers, then swimmers are always represented at the DAC Awards. It seems we always have quite a few uh, that need to apply. You make sure they, they go ahead and do that. Uh, the deadline to apply is March 4th. And uh, we always have a beautiful red carpet gala at the uh, DAC in downtown Detroit, uh, hosted by yours truly here. And that takes place June 6th this year, so we're excited. Another uh, final sponsor to the show, a new sponsor, Goodman Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman Acker on State Champs, and they will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman Acker, 
good decision, call 1-800-TRUSTED. Once again, we thank all of our partners in supporting the Poolside Podcast. All right, well, on Tuesday, January 25th, two rivals got together in the pool. The Battle of Birmingham, as it were, Groves and Seaholm. You can watch some of the video right now on State Champs Network. Uh, David, the floor is yours. Yeah, uh, boy, Ricky, you lived it. Uh, But I I looked down these results, and my first thought was just exciting races all the way through. Um, You needed every swim and every dive. Could have used maybe one more diver, huh? Um, Yeah. But uh, you needed everything. You know, this is a meet that you're you're probably in that locker room talking to these guys about. You know, you know, gotta get your hand on the wall before the guy next to you. And no sixth place finish, right? Because you get zero points on that sixth place finish. Um, but yeah, top to bottom, I was I was really impressed. What uh, I guess, what were your thoughts going in, Ricky? Let's start there. Yeah, uh, I mean, going into the meet, I knew it was going to be a very close meet, and uh, you know, I was nervous about it. You know, you know, a couple weeks prior, and usually, you know, you handle it one meet at a time, and I still did, but you know. I can't, I'm not going to lie to you. It was in the back of my head all, all week. And, uh, yeah, going into the meet though, I, I basically told, told the boys in the locker room, uh, this is a meet that, you know, we have to count on everybody to step up. And, you know, if we do that, we would have a good night. Yeah. You know, we, we've talked a little bit here this season, you know, boys season about, um, strength of teams when it comes to being a championship team and strength of team when it comes to being a dual meet team. And, those those out there that have been listening know that you know you go into a dual meet and you can win the event you can get a first place but if the opposing team can take two three four they're going to win that event and outscore you so um as i start breaking down things and, and looking at the results you guys got out there just outstanding in that medley relay um just going down some stuff here you guys get out with a 10-4 lead out of the medley uh scoring two which is important uh every team can score two relays, right? You got three or four in the water, but two can score. And you guys did that in the medley. And then from then on out, man, oh man, you guys go, uh, would you go eight, eight in the 200 free? So you guys tie it up, uh, you know, point wise. So you guys keep a slight lead. Uh, and then with, with Gus and the, the IM, um, you know, just outstanding swim. You guys pick up a few more points with a nine, seven, uh, you know, point total there uh 50 Seahome picks up the nine seven so a little bit of back and forth and then we go into diving so talk to us a little bit about the front half of that meet you guys are up by a few points uh anything that stood out any season bests or anything like that that you noticed yeah uh i mean you know right out of the gate uh you know our boys came loud uh we're cheering really hard for each other uh like you said we went one three in the medley um and uh they actually started with the diving and Seahome has a tremendous diver uh, that can possibly win the state title this year in it. And, uh, you know, our divers, you know, they were, uh, they placed top 16 last year, so they're pretty hungry too. So um, going into it, we kind of knew Seahome was probably going to take that. Um, and that was kind of, uh, that was exciting to see the divers kind of push themselves and uh, give themselves some upper degree of difficulties and try some new things. And I think they were up for the challenge, and that was kind of cool to see. But in the 200 freestyle, uh, you know, this is when the meet started to, I don't know what's going to happen type, type uh, move right here. And uh, one of our guys, Ian Duncan, he went 146-2, season best there. You know, and some of their guys, they start going season best too from some of the results I had been seeing. Um, 
and you know our guys too. Uh, Jack and Oprah went one forty or one fifty one, and uh, Zach uh, Lezovich, uh he ended up getting sixth place, but you know season best by three seconds, so you can't be upset with those things. Uh, like you said, Angus McDonald in the IM, um, he was a little bit off his best time there, uh, but you know he still brings a lot of energy and you know. Uh, he really helps us out big time in all sorts of events that can almost throw him in anything. And he really uh, is up to the challenge. Joey Stebbins as well uh, went a best time and uh, actually got a state cut um, in the IM there. And then our 50 freestyles came along and uh, actually had one of my top swimmers uh, out from COVID coming back uh, mm. the day of practice in mine. And that, there's been a lot of that this year. So um, I, I thought the first half of the meet went really well. All right, so you, you all right, so diving first, I, and I should know, right? I'm I'm in your pool drinking girl season, um, so you take that little break after diving, or where diving would be, and you get a little warm down and stuff, and you get in there, uh, and Seahome kind of comes out pretty quick there in that fly with a one-two finish, and they they get about six, you know, they get six points extra on you, so now they're up by a little bit, and then they get two more points in the hundred free. Tell me what you're thinking at that point. The first two races right after diving, they, they pick up a ton of points. Yeah, I mean, they have uh, like a top flyer, Cammie Wilson, on their team uh, who could contend for the 100-fly title at the D2 State meet. Um, so I know go I knew going into that one, it was going to be a tough uh, race because I wasn't going to load that event up. And, uh, you know, we were both low on depth a little bit in that event. Um and, uh, you know, they went one, two, and then they got, they picked up that fifth, uh, crucial point where, you know, like I said, that fifth, six, that can be a big difference later on in the meet a one point or well, two point swing, one point in general. Uh, and then the hundred freeze came and, you know, when I looked at the heat, sheet, I was like, man, these guys could really, you know, want one to us in this event. And, you know, Asa Allen ended up stepping up and he got second. So that fired us up a little bit. And then we actually got a little bit of, uh, uh, help at four and five, uh, having Zach and, um, I can't remember who else was in that event at the, at the time, but like they helped us out big time, uh, just getting up some of those other points that, you know, those fourth and fifth places matter. Um, so they did a really good job. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, then you guys just start trading off again. You guys go eight, eight and the five. Um, so, you know, even points there for you, but some good solid swims. Um, how are your distance swimmers doing at this point in the season? Probably a little bit more yardage and stuff. How are they responding? How are they racing? Uh, you know, they're feeding off well with each other. I mean, uh, being a distance swimmer myself, uh, you know, you have your own type of training there, um, and they have their own sets. So they've bonded very well with each other, um, push each other in practice. Um, you know, one of my other swimmers who didn't swim the distance event, but he's full distance all the time is Angus McDonald. Uh, but they're doing really, really well. Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, having the environment we have, uh, the distance swimmers have been doing really well. Best distance group I've had in several years. So uh, I thought those guys did very well at the meet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Two free relay. Uh, you know, Sion picks up a couple points on you, but you guys bounce back in the, or, uh, sorry, backstroke, you guys go 8-8. Eight, eight. And then breaststroke, you guys pick up some big, you know, a few points there. So coming out of that breaststroke, um, are we calling timeout real quick? Are we asking the official to hold on because you finished the breaststroke and you guys are down one. So it's winner yeah. take all. What, where, where are you at? What are you doing with your team at this point after that breaststroke? What are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. 
So Carl had two heats uh, for the four free relay. So we had a little bit of time to kind of okay. like mentally prep a little bit. But yeah, uh, back in Brest, I was kind of hoping for a couple of those uh, depth points right there. And they ended up swinging Seaholm's way a little bit. Um, but going into that four free relay, you know, we were talking and like, you know, this is it. it came down to this. We knew it was going to be a dogfight. Comes down to the last relay. It's uh, like uh, assistant coach Bill was saying. It's like all those football games over the weekend came down to the last field goal. Same right. thing here. That's right. And uh, yeah, so it was. It was just I, I had those nerves where like you're just so alert throughout the whole meet. And here we go. Everything's real loud. We get our roll what roll tide cheer going on. All of my boys are on the bulkhead. Their boys are on the bulkhead. The whole, like, it was just electric, that feeling right there going into that last relay. That's, that's got to be a heck of a feeling. You guys got a good pool for that, too. Um, so just as we get ready for that four free relay, you've got Gus winning the breaststroke. And mm -hmm. then, so you've got the extra heat of the 400. So he had a few minutes, and then he's going third on your four free relay. Uh, and for those folks at home, that's, I mean, they, we train all year for this, right? So we're not going to say this is hard. Um but even somebody of that caliber, I mean, that is taxing for him with the energy, the adrenaline and everything. Um, what, do you, what are you doing with him? He's, he's a, a role model for your team, even at a young age. Um, he's a very talented swimmer. He's, he's taking care of business, getting the points, and then you got to get him ready for the four. So how are you working with him getting ready for that? You know, I, I think he's, he's a kid I don't really need to say much to. He's very goal-driven. Um, like he has high goals beyond this level to get to the collegiate level. Uh, you know, and like I said earlier, uh, you know, he's one of our distance kids. Like, you know, typically, you know, towards the end of the year, he might be swimming the 500. So mm -hmm. having that back-to-back -back training to get up and race and finish your race at the end is perfect for him right now, this time of year, just to see if he can bounce back mm -hmm. and, you know, light something up. And, you know, he, he sure did when he stepped up on the block there. Yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, he goes 48. I think he had the fastest split out of anybody in the pool in the 400. So the kid wins a breaststroke. And then he turns around and goes the fastest time in the pool in the four. Um, any thoughts about maybe splitting the, that four free relay up or you just, you got to load it to win, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I had thought about possibly splitting it up a little bit, but you know, at that point, what it was 85, 84, Seaholm was up by one. Uh, we just, we just thought we're like, Hey, let's, let's just go for it. We, we want to, we're going to have to see these guys eventually. And there's no splitting up in state meet or any of the championship meets like Oakland counties and league meet. So this is good practice. We can see what they're like. And, you know, I, I got to say they, they swam lights out and I got to give credit to them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what do you tell them after the meet? That was, that, that's the tough part, you know, um, you know, going to the meet, they know that's their crosstown rival. Um, it was, you know, we swam very well and, you know, there's part of, there's part of us that we think that we should have won that meet. And, you know, I talk about, you know, Hey, you know, they got us at the dual meet, uh, you know, scoring system, but championship scoring, that's, that's a different ball game. And we got a few meets like that coming up here and, you know, we'll reflect a little bit, ended up getting the morning practice off, which, you know, mentally, I think everybody needed at that point, even see home. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we just, you know, we come back and we have to put that meat behind us. We learn from what we did at the meet and, 
you know, every opportunity we step up on the block or hop in the water or get up on the board, you know, we try to get better. So that's kind of the message I sent them. That's good. And I, you know, yeah. for everybody at home, uh, you know, just as you guys were watching the races, you know, I, I think they'll see that energy. You know, these are kids that have known each other since they were five, six years old, swimming in the NSSL or the Mixa right. League. And then these are kids that are, I mean, living in the same neighborhoods, you know, they've known each other their whole lives. So, uh, you know, the families in the stands, I mean, it's, it's good, fun energy. Um, and I think that's, you know, this point of the year when they're broken down and tired, that had to just be an awesome experience for you guys. Yeah. I mean, it, it was really cool to just even see those times. Like, I mean, both teams surprised me how fast they were swimming, but you know, that's what happens with a rivalry. It, it brings out the best in both teams. And that's what makes it so cool. And that's why when you see it on the calendar, it's just like, okay, that's the date this year, you know, yeah. make sure you guys are ready to go. And that's, that's, I think both teams were ready. It's just, you know, one team had the better edge that night. And because of last year and everything that went on, you know, no, no stoppages, no interruptions, you know, you're going and, and there's no, there's no issues. There's no, you know, so they, 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 uh, I mean, this is the point of the season where, you know, uh, it rubber meets the road. So you've got to do it. And, and I, and I'm glad that, that David brought that up because, you know, for those who maybe are, aren't familiar with Birmingham, you know, and the proximity between the schools, it's, it's close. And, you know, again, these kids, you know, like you mentioned, they, they grew up and, they were teammates, you know, I'm sure at a lot of different levels, uh, but they all know that they're going to uh, go to their respective high schools and uh, it's going to be on. And, and for those four years, you know, it's going to be uh, I'm coming after you. Um, and, you know, just one more time, uh, just if you could talk just about the, the intensity of the rivalry, uh, respectful rivalry, but, you know, the rivalry itself in, in the 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 time that you've spent at Groves between Groves and Seal, because in boys swimming, especially uh, it's one of the best. Oh, it truly is. I mean, I got to tell you a story from about five, six years ago. I, uh, you know, one day I was in the weight room and I, for whatever reason, wore, you know, a maroon shirt that day in the weight room. And uh, yeah, a big, you know, rookie mistake as a coach yeah. and uh, yeah. a football coach walks in and says, force, you got to get that. That's something, another word other than stuff. But uh, he took that off. And, you know, he like, what size are you? I was like, you know, XL. And threw me a Groves uh, football jersey. And I, I think that at that point, I was like, you know, I'm I'm involved in this community. And right. it's it's a special feeling. And, yeah, I got to say, uh, you know, I've, I've really kind of developed, uh, you know, getting into this rivalry. Um, kind of like how I went to school at Michigan State, same thing with Michigan. It, it, I, I feel like that intense about the rivalry. Um, and like you said, too, we respect each other like tremendously. And uh, that's what makes it so fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so getting ready, I, I know you guys had a crazy week, right? I, if I remember talking to you, you guys had like three meets in what, like seven days or something like that. And this was the last one. Yeah, so we had three meets in five days, and, uh, you know, typically you don't want to do that in terms of it just interrupts training a little bit here and there, and, you know, coming off a of meet, you know, you want to have a teeny bit of recovery, get back up. But, yeah, uh, Thursday before we were at Rochester High, and, you know, one of my seniors at that meet, uh, he ended up getting his state cut in the 500 freestyle, which is really cool to see. 
Um, and he has never gotten a cut before. And that oh, was wow. awesome. Nice. Um, and then uh, we had a quad meet that Saturday that we had ended up hosting against uh, some top teams in the state. We had Brother Rice here, uh, Ann Arbor Skyline, and then uh, University of Detroit Jesuit. So that was a fun meet to be a part of. And then, you know, here comes Seahome on Tuesday. So, you know, it was it was a lot of racing in a short amount of time, and uh, it, it was fun. Yeah. But you guys, I'm, I'm got- back to the training now. I'm starting doing yeah. my coaching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys done with meets now till counties, or you got something next week? No, we just have a county meet, and then we have a senior night uh, Thursday after that, and then um, yeah, just league meet, diving regional state meet. So. Nice. So, just kind of transition here a little bit, looking at these couple of big meets we got coming up. Counties first. Um, not everybody has their times in the swim cloud uh, as much as we'd like, but right now. Uh, as of this afternoon here on the 28th, uh, you and Seahome are one, two in all the relays um, trading off there. They got a, one and you guys got a couple. Um, Gus is up top, um, you know, in a couple swims. Like you said, Cammy Wilson out of Seahome's got some uh, solid swims. They got the diving. Um, what, uh, what are you looking forward to here? Uh, you know, a week from tonight, divers are in the water for counties so you guys are about a week out from swimming so what are you doing with your kids what are you getting ready and and any kids you're looking forward to see racing yeah i mean i'm looking forward to a lot of uh racing at that meet for sure i mean there's some first timers that are qualified for our open county meet which is just you know just a great experience just getting them ready for our league and our state meets which are truly our focus at the end of the year for the championship season but that county meet it can be very electric uh, as I swam in it in the past. And, uh, you know, just being a coach in it, you know, a lot of those teams, they come to they come to play at that meet. Um, so I'm looking forward, number one, seeing if we can uh, hang with some of the best teams in the county because it, it can be a good indication about where some of these teams might be uh, come state meet. So uh, it should be exciting to see some of the relays uh, that are really tight in there and then, it gives what I love about county meet is it gives every single kid there uh, and a great opportunity to race just because their times are so close. Absolutely, and we're you know we're mixing in the private schools. You know, all three divisions are going to be there. Country Day is going to be there. CC's coming in, and a lot of teams we're seeing in the top ten across all three state meets. So uh, it's going to be exciting for you guys. So um, mornings all the way next week. You back down a little bit. What do you what do you doing with training yeah for county me i i I typically you know i make sure i still do that morning um this this point in the season i might get a few laughs here but this is the point where uh you know the athletes you know start to not like the coaches that much (laughs) yeah uh, typically what i do that wednesday um and not just because of that just because you know we have pandemic stuff going on and all that that wednesday i typically do an optional practice just fine tweak some starts and turns that day and then friday will be kind of off but you know training wise you know i i still kind of want to go pretty hard for the most part a teeny bit for that friday just to give them an opportunity to just see what they can do that saturday it's good it's good and you guys are you know trimesters are done right you guys aren't worried about exams or anything boys just got their minds focused on the meet right yeah, not till state meet unfortunately <laughs> Oh boy! But, uh, that's uh, that's just typically because you know all three seasons you got 
fall, winter, spring, yep. and trimesters. That's just when it ends up uh, going for state meet. So yeah, I don't have to wear anything uh, right right now currently, but later on, you know, make sure I tell my boys like if you have to miss miss an exam, you know, make sure you communicate. Hopefully they right. they do that. Very good. Right. Right on. Well, hey, we appreciate you taking some time tonight and uh, talking a little uh, grow swimming and uh, uh, good luck the rest of the season. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely see you out there uh, at States for sure. Um, but uh, have a great county meet. And, and once again, thanks for uh, taking some time with us. No problem. Roll Tide. Thanks for having me on. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for another great show. David and I will be back next week with another guest. Remember, you could watch or listen to the Poolside Podcast. Videos uploaded weekly on our website, social media, and State Champs TV YouTube channel. Or you can listen to the audio podcast by going to whatever the platform is of your choice. Apple, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, any platform you prefer. Shows uploaded on Wednesdays. And all you can do, you can just Google poolside podcast it'll it'll come up for you i want to thank our sponsors lawrence tech the michigan high school athletic association dmc sports medicine and physical therapy team the dac foundation's male and female athlete of the year awards and the goodman acker law firm we thank ricky forrest once again for joining us and for david i'm lauren we'll see you next wednesday with another edition of state champs michigan's poolside podcast be well